Welcome back to Showing Up Whole. I'm your host, Christina Fletcher, and this is the place where we discuss balance in mind, body, heart, and spirit in every aspect of your life. Today, I want to discuss a little bit more about your heart, emotions, not only as what you feel and how to listen to them, but how to really listen to them and what they're actually often an indicator of. Hi, and welcome back. I hope that you are finding some stillness in your December, although for many people when I say that, they look a little bit confused. December has a tendency to feel like a bit of a whirlwind, a rush around, which can often lead to not only just stress, but a a disconnect, a frantic to-do list that never seems to end, and often a spread out energy, which, which seems to pull you in all directions. I have so often witnessed uh, various people become so caught up in trying to meet expectations of what other people need that it becomes this ironed out, rolled out, almost these images of of rolling out those sugar cookies and getting yourself spread thinner and thinner and thinner. That really falls into play at this time of year. And yet, as I spoke of a couple of weeks ago, um, right here on the podcast, to me, December is a sacred time, a time to really check in with yourself and listen to where you are on your journey. January is the start of a whole new year. And to me, it's vitally important to really tap in to observing your experience and how it's flowing. So I mentioned that I wanted to discuss emotions. And uh, that actually is a bit of a prelude because one of the major emotions that I'd like to discuss is actually the feeling of stress, the feeling of overwhelm, the feeling of that high alert anxiety that has you to the point of, of popping, basically. Um, I, I focusing in on that emotion simply because I know that it can feel so heated at this time of year for so many. And I wanted to make sure we discussed the contrast of, of how that can, what that can be an indicator of. I, love to see emotions as the language of your heart. I love to see it as your spirit's way of communicating to you. I think there's such a a powerful shift that can happen when you introduce the idea that what you're feeling is your spirit's way of giving you a nudge. So this actually derives often from the work of Abram Hicks and other spiritual leaders who will talk about how you are positive energy, you are love, you are light. That is your spiritual nature. That is who you really are. You are positive energy. And what that means is, is that when you experience positive emotion, when you are feeling love, bliss, ease, happiness, contentment, when you're in that elevated state, when you feel completely in flow, that is a spiritual indicator that you are in deep connection to your spiritual self. So what that really means is, is that if you have 
your higher self, the universe, spirit flowing through you, then when you reach that elevated emotional state, then you are deeply plugged in to that spiritual source. For a really long time, uh, we've been passed on the messages that outside circumstances dictate how you feel. But I want to challenge that a little bit by suggesting that how you perceive what's happening outside of you, your focus, your lenses that you see it through actually has a huge impact on how the emotion that it stirs up. Now, I'm going to put a little bracket comment here within this and point out that we're not talking about grief or a traumatic experience. Um, I truly believe that grief is not an emotion. It's a passage. It's a, um, it's, it's an experience that you flow through and spirit stands with you through that, um, as you expand and move forward within that. So little sidestep, putting that over in the, over as a little side note, but most other emotions are through the perception. And there's a great quote from Abram Hicks where they say that stress is spirit's way of saying, mm, I can't go in there with you on that. Let's just sink in for a moment. It, it does something. And it, I will say that this is not the easiest thing to remember when you're in a bubbling point of stress, when you're feeling your skin start to crawl and you start to feel your blood pressure build and you feel the headache come on, when all of a sudden you go, hmm, this is my spirit's way of saying that it can't come in from this perspective. It just can feel like it's extra stress piled on. But if you see it as the messages that your heart are really trying to tell you, that tapped in, tuned in frequency of when you are feeling disconnected from yourself and then you see something that makes you feel pressurized, then that pressure builds. And the emotion that comes in from that, that is, a, that's your spirit's way of saying, mm, back the train up. Why not reconnect? Why not replug in to the spiritual energy that is flowing? Raise yourself to the point that you feel better and then go back in. You know, throughout the spiritual world of, you know, self-help and different teachings, gratitude is something that's often discussed. Um, and as you've heard me say, I like to work on appreciation, which is, I guess, a cousin to gratitude in so many ways. It's the same idea, but appreciation does really shift the vibration in a far deeper way in my mind. Rather than just listening a, listing a gratitude list, you actually alter your emotional state when you focus on deep appreciation. Give it a try. You'll see what I mean. If you, if you write a list and you're like, oh, I'm grateful for this. I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for this. I'm grateful for that. Versus I deeply appreciate this and allow that feeling to really shift within you. That, I bring that up because that is a perfect example of how when you start to feel stress build among you, when you start to feel yourself 
um, get that heated energy within you. And you can actually conscious rem consciously remember that, oh yeah, stress is an indicator for my spirit saying that I'm not connected. Then you can use appreciation as a way of calling yourself down from that edge. You can start focusing on deep breathing, calming yourself down to a state of center, focusing on your feet, grounding yourself, making sure that you're feeling whole and present within yourself, and then look at the same situation again. It's like walking with your angels or choosing to go into a situation alone. It takes some practice, and I'm not going to say it doesn't. Uh, we, we live in a very loud world. You've heard me say it before. And we live in something that pushes often, pushes for answers, pushes for decisions, pushes for mm, quick thinking or for aligning to other people's agendas or other people's um, functioning. There's a lot of of times that you have to move into something probably faster than your intuition can catch up. So it's important to give yourself grace on this and slowly ease into a place where you observe yourself in the experience happening. I usually work with parents, as you know, and so this comes up a lot where we'll talk about um, experiences of high temper. So your children do something and it builds and builds and builds. And there's probably a massive list of other things that have happened that nobody really even knows about. Maybe you don't even consciously know about, but it builds and builds and builds and the momentum's there until all of a sudden, pow the temper blows and the stress and the overwhelm and anxiety and, and anger can be so intense that it just seems to bubble out like a volcano. And then of course, uh, the guilt settles in, the mind chatter settles in because once the volcano's exploded, you're left to clear up the mess. So it often comes out of how do you recognize and create the gap within yourself and your observer self so that you observe the stress that you're under and deal with it before you hit the 10 of explosion. So if you're, if you're on a scale, if you're on a Richter scale, then you know that, you know, once you've hit 10, that's bubbling over. So how do you wind yourself back so that when you start feeling yourself at like a three or four, when you start noticing the heart palpitations or for me, I know early on uh, when I st first started doing this work, I would notice that I was getting ungrounded. Uh, I noticed that one of my indicators of ungroundedness is or, or stress was my voice would start to go higher in pitch. So I would feel my voice fly up into my head into my head voice, and I would feel it really shaky, which would then lead to my breathing being off, and I would clench my hands more, and different physical indicators that I was stressed. So when I started noticing those things, it was like, oh, actually, I better take a step back and plug in, because it can't end well. 
You can't end your overwhelm or stress by staying in the stress. You don't work through those. You have to take a step back, replug in, plug into your spiritual source. And that can be as simple as spirit help, universe, I need to plug in. It can be simple as asking for the help from your spirit guides or your angels. It can be as as practical as going outside and planting your feet on the ground and making sure that you feel really grounded or rooted. It can be going to the bathroom and simply taking a few really, really deep breaths with a locked door. It can be uh, running hands under the water just so that you become really aware of, of your senses, you know, that you can take stock of all your senses. That's a great exercise too, you know, focus on five things that you can smell or five things that you can see or five things that you can hear and work through your senses. That will also regulate and calm you down. But there is so many tools that you can use. The challenge comes in slowing yourself down so that you remember to use them. And I truly do believe that practicing the belief that what you're feeling isn't something to push through. It's not something to ignore and kind of go, oh, well, that's just my feelings. Instead, it's a question of being curious about them. Asking yourself, hmm, how do I feel about that? Oh, that's interesting. What do I want to feel about that? How do I want to feel? And moving through that and navigating yourself so that you can feel in flow, feel connected, feel aligned to your whole self, and you'll know. There's no greater feeling, I will tell you, than, I mean, I, I was a stressed parent for a number of years in the beginning. And there's no greater feeling than when you become conscious of the indicators of your emotions. And when you calm yourself down before bubbling over, and then you, from, you plug in, and from a plugged in spiritual space connected to who you really are, you navigate a situation with your child from that whole self. It transforms everything. This is why so much of the work that I do is focused on helping parents make sure that they are connected to their whole selves so that you have that observer self in place so that you're connected to your spiritual self so that you can really feel that wholeness. Because when you feel the wholeness and you're coming from a time where you are used to losing your temper or feeling stressed all the time or feeling overwhelmed all the time. And you're feeling that heightened state of living, which is so loud and so uh, bombarding. And it never fails that when a, when a child senses that you're in that space of overwhelm and bombarding, they always seem to add to the bombarding. They always seem to come in and do things that are just a vibrational match to that sense. But when you're in that space... And then all of a sudden you start finding your whole self within that. When all of a sudden you find that inner calm and you find that inner center and you realize your inner resources and you realize that, there's a, that you're a spiritual being having a physical experience and your children are, and you are in a deep relationship that has come from 
that was created before anyone was born, a deep spiritual connection, and you realize that you're here to navigate and dance through this relationship with them, then suddenly the mess on the kitchen floor isn't really quite the same as what it would be from just a physical, logical point of view. It's the physical and logical perspective that spirit can't connect through. You have to energetically open to the spiritual energy that flows. And you also have to mentally create space for inspiration, for nudges from your emotions, from a deeper understanding of what you're feeling, and mostly for that observer self who is acknowledging, oh, I seem stressed. Oh, I'm feeling really overwhelmed. Oh, I'm shrugging my shoulders again in that tense way. I must be stressed. Slowing things down. It's where your power is. I love the work that I do, and I am... Currently, you know, I've got a couple of days left of, of working with my clients before I take my holiday, my annual holiday break until the 3rd of January. And I'm so eager to be connecting with the new people that I'll be able to work with next year. And I'm also really even more so excited for a new group program that I am developing and opening up early in the year. There's currently a waiting list on the Spiritually Aware Parenting website. There is, you can sign up. And when you sign up, you'll be the first to know all about this deep process that I have been developing over this entire year, which is really all about starting from the very beginning, putting the foundational blocks in place so you get to show up as you, getting to know yourself who you are in this physical life and who you were from a long time before and really helping you navigate through that perspective and then how that interweaves with your children and then how to parent so that you can help them know them whole selves. This is a very concise program. And honestly, I am so excited to be sharing all the tools that it entails with everyone. So by all means, uh, pop over to the spirituallywareparenting.com website and you will see the coming soon on the very top. Definitely pop your name in to get into the waiting list because I am more than excited to be sharing it with you early in the year. Um, and then, of course, if any of this resonates and you just actually want to work one-on-one, you know that you can just come into the website and book a call with me. All the information is there. And I look forward to connecting with you in any way, shape, or form. So make sure that you come on over. Visit spirituallywareparenting.com. There's also free resources on there, self-led courses on there. You can take it step by step by step and connect. Reach out. And I look forward to seeing you in the new year. But in the meantime, I would like to say all the best for a beautiful holiday season. I know next week is a sacred week, winter solstice. We'll be celebrating that in the breathing space and then moving straight into Christmas. We've got one more podcast, which will be a brilliant interview that I can't wait to share with you. 
one more podcast before Christmas, and then one last one for the new year. Love and light, everyone, and I hope you're having a beautiful season.